This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the We Be Our Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Westenbroom's Women's Advancement Commission. Welcome. This is Mayor Sharon Westenbroom, and you are listening to the We Be Our Podcast an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Rachel A. Bear, a Women's Advancement Commission member and the CEO of STAR. Thanks so much, Mayor. As always, it's a a pleasure to be here. Um, So I am joined today by the person we're going to be interviewing. Um, Today, our guest is Nita Mitchell. Nita is Director of Education at the Louisiana Art and Science Museum. She earned a Bachelor of Science in Education from Louisiana State University in 1981 and enjoyed 16 years of classroom teaching experience prior to her tenure at the museum, which began in 2005. Nita develops and administers museum education programs for school and public audiences. She also is active in nurturing the museum's school, community, and corporate partnerships. Nita is deeply committed to educating, empowering, and mentoring young people, especially members of the museum's Youth Alive program that has been affiliated, uh, that she's been affiliated with for the past 14 years. Welcome to our show today, Nita. Thanks so much. It's so great to be here. And so glad to have you here. Um, we have a little history where I have uh, been over to your Youth Alive program, and I didn't realize how how long it's been since you've been uh, doing that program, and a, a very impactful program. But Nita, tell me uh, a little bit about your journey and how you came to do this significant work in Baton Rouge. I graduated from LSU with a degree in education, as was mentioned in 1981, which has been quite a while ago. I taught school for a total of 16 years with a seven-year adventure living in British Columbia right in the middle of that, so that's another podcast. But um, 21 years ago, I took a one-year break from teaching, and I worked on a project at the Louisiana Art and Science Museum during that year. Then I went back to teaching. But before I left, our assistant director, I know, Mayor, you remember Sam Lasavio, who's oh, yeah. recently retired. He said, Nita, I have a feeling you're going to be back here one day. And I said, okay, you never know. And then seven years later, Sam called me and he offered me a full-time job at the museum. I had to really think about it because I was teaching at the time and I had to kind of analyze it as to whether that was the best step. But uh, I felt like it was. And I felt like all of those different experiences, that sort of winding road we all seem to travel, prepared me for what I'm doing now at the museum. So here I am, 14 years later, Director of Education at the Art and Science Museum. And that Arts and Science Museum is just a gem in our community. So uh, much there. I've been there on a number of occasions. Uh, So much to offer adults and young people as well. So as you think back on your journey and your career, what's one of the greatest lessons that you've learned? One thing I think about is that being successful, in my opinion, results from giving rather than receiving. Mm. And In my job, I get to meet a lot of really great people and interact with them. 
Some call it networking. I really don't like that word because to me, it speaks of maybe ulterior motives. And I prefer to call it relationship building. Maybe based on the question, what can I or we at the museum, for instance, do for this particular person at the org- or organization rather than what can they do for me? So I think if, if I approach it that way, things just seem to evolve naturally. I think of recently, I contacted uh, Superintendent Warren Drake and I said, we have about 500 free field trips sponsored by BASF. And by the way, BASF sponsors over 2,000 free field trips every year for students in our community. That's great. Um, Since 2011, they've sponsored over 15,000 kids to visit the museum for a full day free of charge, which is so near and dear to my heart because when corporations like BASF or like ExxonMobil or so many of the others do that, no child is left back at school because they can't afford it. And to me, that is so important. You know, we had a child that came to the BASF program one year and he wrote a thank you letter about his day and how much he enjoyed it. He also said, my mom had a really big electricity bill this month and if it hadn't been free, I wouldn't have been able to come. And so that's part of our mission, you know, just to expand those type of opportunities and access for children and for students. So getting back to Warren Drake, he, um, I said, hey, how can we make that happen? And of course he started turning wheels and, and, and contacting people. And not only did we have almost 500 EBR students come to do that day at the museum, he came and he literally was building circuits out of lemons with those fourth graders. And so it was just a beautiful example of just working together in relationships in the community. And what are you uh, most proud of? Well, on a personal level, (laughs) I'm most proud of my son, Taylor, because he's got a kind heart and he works hard and he has good character. And I think that's really important. On a professional level, I'm proud of the wonderful relationships with other what I would call difference makers Uh in the community, individuals and organizations in our community. I think in Baton Rouge, our best resource is our people because people in our community love to help each other. And so that's how I first met Mayor Broom, as you mentioned, through our Youth Alive program when you were a state senator and when you just said, how can I help? And so many times you would come and speak to the girls, mentor the girls. I remember when you invited us to the NOBEL conference and we just felt such special, Uh, you know, like such special guests. And that's been so important. And so I just think those relationships, I'm really proud to know all those people and to be able to work closely with them. Yeah, I'm a big believer and I know our Women's Commission among uh, many goals certainly believes in uh, mentorship and uh, the example that women can give to other women, especially, and even our young women. So um, when you think about a woman who made an impact on your life, um, who comes to mind? I think of my mother on a personal level. She was a, um, she and my dad met in World War II. So she was in the English Air Force. Wow. And I look at how resilient she was and how, um, what an example 
of um, family and hard work and coming to a new country and acclimating to a new culture. So on a personal level, I look at her. I think um, on a professional level, I've been blessed at the museum, for instance. Carol Geek has just retired after 39 years. Wow. And such a strong female leader and such a great example to all of us. So I've learned so much from her. And now our new director, who you met, yes. Serena Pandos, who is just amazing and also is just a great example to me. So I'm just so proud to have those female mentors in my life. And uh, women are indeed leading the way in the capital city. So uh, what message would you like to leave with our uh, listeners, Nita? Well, I think let's change the world one child, one person at a time. You know, we can't do everything, but we can all do something. That's why I love my job, because we get to impact over 100,000 school children a year and almost 200,000 total visitors. And it's so rewarding to be able to do that. As I mentioned, my son um, in Rare Room, you know, from the Debbie yeah. Allen shows, he was one of those That's Debbie right. Allen students. I remember him. Yeah. You remember and how she influenced him. Yeah. Really, she he wrote his college essay about wow. her mentorship and how she believed in him. And as a result of that, he... Um, decided to pursue dance and choreography as a career and that's what he does in Chicago awesome. and part of her mentorship but uh, he called me a while back and he was concerned about our national political landscape let's say and he and his friends were very frustrated and I told him you know I can't fix all those political problems but I can encourage you to channel that frustration into making a positive difference in your community and I was so excited when he told me he started volunteering with the clients at his local food bank and he right. absolutely loves it so I just believe in that we make a difference just one person one child at a time and that's what we are attempting to do at the art and science museum and that's a powerful message to uh leave our listeners i really appreciate that rachel nina before we go i, I want to know are there any events at lasm that we should know about well lots of events one that comes to mind the first sunday of every month is free first sunday so it's a wonderful opportunity to just enjoy the museum with friends and family. So I would encourage everyone to come out on Free First Sunday. Um, we have lots of other programs on our website. The Youth Alive program, I'm always open for new members. So if someone knows <laughs> middle schoolers and they want to call me up and recommend, we would love to hear as well. So our website has lots of additional activities and we welcome the public to take advantage of those opportunities. Great. And what's that website that we can visit? It's lasm.org. Perfect. And before we leave, we always like to ask a fun question. So Nita, tell us, if you had a guest visiting Baton Rouge for 24 hours, where would you take them? Well, we could spend the entire day at LASM. <laughs> they would need to meet the mummy, which sometimes the kids walk in the building and say, where's the zombie? But it is a mummy and it's over 2000 years old. And they would need to meet Jason the Triceratops and visit our planetarium and our art galleries and meet our amazing staff. And then visit some other of our fantastic museums downtown and all throughout the city. Check out the views of the river. I love to look at the river. We have a beautiful view in the museum. And then there's the terrace at the manship where you can just take beautiful pictures and it's gorgeous. And then food. We have to mention food, maybe dinner at Struby's. The Little Village, maybe lunch at either Capital City or Mayor, have you ever had the cheeseburger at Downtown Seafood? 
And no. <laughs> or the Po Boys. <laughs> You're trying to stay away from that. I shouldn't either. But um, and on the way home, maybe a few beignets from Coffee Con. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Nita. Uh, this has really been uh, informative and delightful. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the We Be Our podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. And we invite you to listen, tell somebody else, and subscribe to our podcast by visiting www.podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Thanks for listening to the We Be Our podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston Broom's Women's Advancement Commission.